Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. Cards take a big series from the Braves. White Sox and Jays swept. It's players only. Let's get it, baby! Woo! Hello. And welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by Seat Geek, the geeks of seats. That means they know what they're doing, people. Go download the Seat Geek app or click the link in the description. Mm. They make it so easy to get tickets. Get tickets to your favorite baseball team and maybe soon your favorite football team. Football's coming back. Seat Geek's got seats everywhere. Go download the app. It's so easy to use. Even a Jake can use it. Code Talking. Mm. $20 off your first purchase. Trevor Ploof coming live from the left coast. How are you doing, big dog? Beavers and Jacob, what's up, my guys? Always good to see you on a Monday morning here. You know Mondays are my favorite episode. Uh, I had quite the weekend, man. Saturday, had a big daddy-do list. Mm. Uh, I had to clean up the backyard. A lot of power washing and scrubbing and... As you know, we did some stuff in our backyard, so it was a mess. Yeah, but I got it all cleaned up. And then yesterday, man, hmm. nameless Jeff birthday party. I told him I'd give him a shout out on the show today. I was like, you know what, you're hurting me. You're hurting me for tomorrow, Jeff. Right. But I love you. So uh, good night last night, yeah. and I'm happy to be here with the boys talking shop, dude. Name- Why do you look so good today? What's up? So a uh, couple things. Hey, uh, on Mondays. I've now gotten so dog days, man. So when Monday morning hits, I get a pretty big case of the Mondays. <laughs> and when I try to put together an outfit, I just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going with my golf fit. I'm just throwing mm. it on. Uh, so I think Mondays are going to become just like golf outfit Mondays. Um, and that's fine. And you might hear a potential golf outfit sponsor later this episode. Oh. Rowback. Um, go golfing. Yeah, we need to go soon. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I, Nameless Jeff kind of busting out a classic JM Warehouse tactic, taking you not, taking you out the night before a game yeah. to, to get you worn down a little bit. That's That's been one of the more strategic things we've seen in the JM Warehouse. And by the way, our floorball championship game is tonight, 6 p.m. on the JM Warehouse channel. Um I don't, you know, the worm burners are facing another team. I don't know if I should give it away because I know we told people that you and I, our teams played against each other last time. So one of those teams is in the final against the worm burners. Yes. So. Do you want me to tell them who won? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to. You know what, dude? I scored a a freaking, I sniped your ass, bro. You did snipe my ass. That pissed me off, man. Still does. 
I got humbled, okay? And I'm I'm okay with getting humbled. That's yeah. what a truly confident person will tell you. It's okay to be humbled. I got humbled on with a hockey stick in my hand. Yeah. Not I did. With the twig though. Um Hey, 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 man. Hey. I we're you're talking One more to, thing. Talking One to more the two thing best before you move hitters on. ever. What's the best thing? Baseball's a humbling sport, they say. They they do say that. But your haircut, that was for yeah. your game last night. Yeah, we did the yes How'd stream. It go? Uh so me and Jimmy are actually, we're going to the same wedding next weekend, this upcoming weekend. Oh, so it's a wedding and work haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. a, I'm not necessarily a fresh cut guy. I'm a, so like, this is my example. I got the cut for the wedding. Um, so I'd rather get my haircut like a week out, kind of let it settle in. Mm, sure. Get used to it. I'm not, I'm not a fresh cut, go to the club guy. Um, okay. But yeah, it would also help, you know, we did one of our Yes uh, TV Dual streams last night. Good people over there. Horrible game to do it on. Um, but, yeah, you know, everyone gets a little freaked out when I tighten it up. I hope somebody links here down in the comments right here. Uh, links the episode of you getting diced up in spring training. A classic mm. John Boy Media tale. That is a classic. You, who else was in there? Sergio Romo. Sergio just Romo. elites players only. Yeah. You know how it goes. I mean, a couple bro. guys that are still tricking them every damn day trev there is a lot of big baseball series cards braves i think you're going to talk about that mookie bets are we going power hitter from the leadoff position <laughs> you know we are we're the future brian of baseball. dozier schwarbs <laughs> mookie bets yeah mookie. jock jones i can't oh Josh start jones. off with some pop why don't you on those old twins teams i loved Josh Donaldson that. sometimes, right? He did that. A couple no? times, yeah. For the first couple weeks so. of the year, they mixed that in. Some Bobby Abreu. Judge. Um, Trev, you have the National League. The AL and the Isle have a couple weird ones this week. The NL, a couple of the big boys rolled, so we're going to let our big boy roll. Trevor, let us know what happened in the National League. Well, my people were starting out in St. Louis where the Cardinals took two of three from the Braves, and they earned this series win. The Braves won the first one 11-4. Cardinals come back the next two games. They went 6-5 and then 6-3. We had some walk-off walks. We had some go-ahead homers. Tyler O'Neill going dead central. You and Tyler O'Neill are basically twins. You both have a great swing, too. He's finding it. And the Cardinals take two or three. We're going to get into this one pretty pretty deep because this is a good series. Dodgers went down to Miami. You know I love Miami. I think there's like an F1 race coming next year. We'll talk about it. Dodgers win two of three. Game four, it's a wraparound series. 10-6 Dodgers in extras game one. 2-1 Marlins when Sandy Day happened. And then 8-1 Dodgers in Game 3. Uh, they win the Urias start. Some news. Tony Gonsolin supposed to pitch tonight on the IL. Mookie Betts is hot, though. Dodgers look good. They've taken 2 of 3. Uh, Rockies at Mets. Mets take care of business. They avoided the what is you doing, baby. They take 3 of 4. 3-1 Mets. 7-6 Mets. 3-0 Mets. They're going for the sweep. Then Herman Marquez battles against Scherzer, and the Rockies take that one one nothing. Uh, so definitely some good baseball here. Pete Alonso doing Pete Alonso things. Mets trying to stave off the Braves. They take three or four. Moving on, the Phillies, they get Bryce back, and they host the Pirates. They take two or three from them, 7-4. 
6-0 Phillies before the Pirates won the last game. 5-0. Syndergaard gets hit around a little bit, but that doesn't matter. The main thing here is Gibby Pitchwell and Bryce is back. And we're going to hear more about Bryce later on the show, too. They take 2-3 from the Pirates. Cubs at Brewers. Ian Happ hitting homers every single freaking day. But the Brew Crew hang on. They take 2-3 here. The Cubs won the first one, 4-3 and 10. And then the Brewers did it. 7-0 game two. And then 9-7 in the rubber match. They went 2-3. Yelly kind of getting it going there a little bit. Lots of stuff to talk about in this series, too. And then the last series... Uh, in the National League, the Reds at Nationals. The Reds take two, a three, seven, three Reds, six, two Reds for the last game, three, two Nationals. They won a Patrick Corbin start. There is a crazy stat out there that we're going to let you hear about. But my friends, that is what happened in the National League. Trevor Plouffe. Fantastic stuff out of you, as always. In the National Leagues, the National Leagues, the Mets are still atop the NL East with a three-game lead on the Atlanta Braves with Philly nine-and-a-half back of them, two-and-a-half games in the wild card. Your second wild card team is the Phillies behind the Braves. The St. Louis Cardinals have a six-game lead mm. on Milwaukee. Mm. Milwaukee hoping to get out of it and hoping to get more in the mix as they are a game-and-a-half out of the wild card Uh Arguably the best team not invited to the dance right now, your Milwaukee Brewers and the Los Angeles Dodgers have 88 wins on August 29th. They're 88 and 38, 50 games over 500. They are just a silly franchise. Plus 208 run differential. Padres are 70 and 59. They're your last wild card team currently. And Giants, a team we used to mention a lot, might have just walked off mm-hmm. the ledge, my friend. Uh, Trev, Cron potted up. Cron potted up, but I want Bieber's because he's our math guy. He we found that out about him. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. Can you give me the pace the Dodgers will need to go in order to win 117 games and break the Seattle Mariners 116? Ooh, he's on it. Thank you. He's on it. Yeah, let's go Crompod, though, man. You know I love that. The premier series of baseball this weekend was Braves-Cardinals. It was. Uh, game one, Strider does his thing. I think it's, what did he go? His end line was six innings pitch, one earned run. I love watching that guy pitch, but the Braves take that game. Contreras has four hits with three RBI, and the next two games were really good. Um, Cardinals, <clears throat> don't know if we need to call it a statement series. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm calling it a statement series. Okay. The way they came back, Arenado comes back from um, the paternity leave. Congratulations on your baby girl, Levi. The Cardinals have been having babies, bro. Like everyone on their team is having babies. Good for them. It's a beautiful thing. Um, The Jansen game, we're going to call game two. He has a tough ninth inning there. He's been really good for them, but kind of got spoiled there. He walks a guy, hits a guy, infield single, walks Tyler O'Neill in for the walk-off. Awesome. Uh Uh-oh. Dodgers need to go 19-7. and I mean... Is that all the games we have left? 26 games? Wow. I mean, that's... That makes sense. That's that's real. 19-7? 
They can do that. What's that er, percentage, Bieber? Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's 29 and 7. Okay. Oh. 29 and 7. Dumb. Okay. That makes a little I more wrote sense. that down and just said the wrong number. It's tough to do math in this building. <laughs> some some people say that. <laughs> you know tough. what I'm happy with? I'm happy with it didn't sound right to me right away. Yeah. I mean, I'm so I went so, with it. But. I've been so out on math since the creation of this company that I just don't trust anything, even stuff that's right. I'm just skeptical, and that's not who I am. Yes, it is. I'm not the skeptical. Okay, game three. Our guy Odo takes a no-no into the six. Lars Newtbar, I believe, mm-hmm. hits an oppo Jimmy Jack. A weird-looking homer. Go look at it. the ball's four or five inches off the plate outside. He just puts like a weird swing on it, Homer. Uh, but Swanson hits the go-ahead Homer. Three runs in the seven. He's dancing around the bases. We're going to win the series. Look how beautiful I am. And I was looking because yeah. he's gorgeous. Tommy Evans says, now nah, I'm good. Game-tying solo Homer. Then O'Neal with the go-ahead three-run Homer in the eighth. Dead central. Fire hydrant with arms. Is that what you call this guy? What they call us. Um, and if he gets it going, Jake, how long is the Cardinals lineup? And what are we doing here? They're ooh. they're complete. Okay, so those are those might be our two topics we should hit in this series. The Cardinals, Tyler O'Neill hasn't gone all year. He was their best player last year, better than Paul Goldschmidt, better than Nolan Arenado. It feels like he's been waiting for something. And if it is now, A. No idea what you do with Lars Newtbar. Uh, every time I see his name, he's doing something spectacular. But let's come back to him. You've got Goldschmidt. You've got Arenado. We know what those guys are doing. If Tyler O'Neill can go, go. That was my Canadian coming out for Tyler O'Neill. If Tyler O'Neill can go, then okay. the Leafs got a good chance to take a run at the cup this year. Um, then you just, you really need one of the the younger guys to click, whether it's a Nolan Gorman or Carlson or Donovan. And if you're facing a lefty, you just throw Albert Pujols in and he turns into an MVP candidate. So I'll be honest, I guess I was hoping to come out of that a little sexier, feeling a little sexier about the Cardinals lineup, but they've got bodies and options. And I think either way, that ties into the second thing that I think we need to talk about is the Braves bullpen, who, same situation. I mean, they've got, Options. I know Kenley can scare you, but come October, they're going to have dudes ready to go that I, I'm not worried about the Braves' options at all. No, not at all. And I, I think I mentioned you before the show, I was with a Mets fan last night, and he was talking about, oh, what are they going to do in their bullpen? Like, Kenley can't close it down. I think a lot – he's also from L.A., so you know, right. in L.A., Kenley had that um, – although obviously he had plenty of accolades here – it was known for a rocky ninth. And I don't know if that was fair or not, but Kenley's been good for the Braves. They do have a ton of options. Minter kind of gets touched up a little bit, gives up two homers. Um, usually doesn't give up many homers. Uh, but they have Minter. They have uh, Rysel, who they bring over. They have uh, the guy whose wife called Jimmy Micropenis. He's in the yeah. bullpen. Um, and a bunch of guys. So, like, they're fine. I love the Braves. No, there's like three. Watching them play. This this was a, such a fun series to watch. There's like three guys' wives in the Braves bullpen that said that. So that, I'm not sure. Where there's smoke, there's fire. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that fire, and I've, I've seen that smoke. 
Um, I don't. How do you label something a micro? Um, no, I mean they're they're gonna have options. And Trev, I, I think the other thing as injury season starts to kick in, and we're gonna get to the Dodgers in a second, who we just got mm. a Tony Gonsolin update there. Um, you know, the Braves. We're we're talking about. I mean, Soroka was rehabbing, right? We we talk about Jake Odorizzi's currently their five starter, and he goes no hit into the six that. I'm not saying this is even on the table because I, I know they're limiting his, his, his pitches, but say say the Braves' bullpen did become a disaster. Would you not be open to some Spencer Strider out of the pen? I, I know that's not necessarily their formula. That's more Urias and the Dodgers, but I guess it comes back to my point that Braves, you're going to have options come October. I don't know the order, and I don't know what it looks like, but either way, it's going to be really good. Um, and like you said, for the Cardinals, maybe they can plant the flag. In St. Louis, they win against the Braves, the defending champs still. It's and, nice. And they continue their August where I think they're 20-6 and six now. Hey, usually you don't mark series and say <clears throat> that they're worth anything more than any other series. But to have two come from behind victories like this against a really, really good team, that's confidence, man. You can bring that. You can bring that with you. Speaking of confidence, the Los Angeles mm. Dodgers, uh, they go to Miami. They win two out of three. They're actually they're doing a, a wraparound, reach-around uh, series game tonight. Uh, so far, they've won the two games. The game they lost, Sandy Alcantara goes complete game on him and gets his little Whoops. revenge against the Dodgers. Sorry about it, his fourth of the year. Uh, and the t- the stories are probably Mookie is starting to go nut job, nut job, which when you talk about Mookie Betts going off, I mean, he can play baseball. Um, and Sandy is just in a di- on a different planet currently. Yeah, Mookie, I was mentioned to you guys it just really looks like he's found his slot um he uses the axe bat i'm gonna give you an example right here i got props today we got props i think most people know this but you know regular batting up here mookie uses an axe an axe bat and the axe bat has a handle that kind of protrudes like this right like an axe handle and it really brings that pinky down there so this bottom hand can really lead and, and, and find your slot for you. And if you watch Mookie right now, the way he's pulling the ball, like he's hitting some pitches on the inner half that like if your swing's not right and your path isn't there, you're just pulling him foul. Uh, but he's keeping his hands like tight like you do, Jay. Keep him nice and tight inside. He's hitting the inside part of that baseball, but out in front. And he's keeping these balls fair. They're going high and far. And when you see a guy do that on those pitches inside, that's when you know you're really seeing the ball well and your path is good. And Mookie Betts, when he's hot, he's when he's hot, he's the best player in the world. Like yeah. he's that type of player. So between him and Trace Thompson, we're just Right. What are we doing? Right. Trace Thompson casually with a nine forty six OPS in his forty eight Dodger games. Uh yeah, Mookie's going. Uh and you yeah, you you know, you forget how sometimes how special he truly is. His OPS on the year is up to 910. He's got 31 homers. Nobody else on the Dodgers has more than 18. And, like, that's, you know, Mookie Betts, 5-9, buck 60, something like that. Uh, you, can, you can be very, a lot of different shapes and sizes and still be so, so damn good at this game. And Mookie, I mean, every day he proves that. He's a, 
he's the best player on the Dodgers? Is that dumb to say? Yeah. No, no, it's not dumb to say. <laughs> Usually I answer that question right. from you immediately. Right. Yes. Yeah. No, no, of course not. I mean, we're... The f- but to think, to be able to have to think... Right. When you say Mookie Betts is the best player on a team, that's pretty cool. That's also that's also part of the problem because Freddie's got an argument. Trey's got an argument. Even, I, I mean, this season and uh, kind of the sad note to spin off of this, the guy that was also probably sneakily giving Sandy Alcantara the best Cy Young push was Tony Gonsolin, who Alcantara, we just, on our, on our topics episode last week, talked about how he struggles with the Dodgers. He gets complete game, his fourth of the year, more than any team in baseball. He's nuts. Tony Gonsolin to the IL. Um, at least 15 days, their quotes didn't, didn't sound too good, but I, I don't know how to process it because there's only so much baseball left that I, I don't know. Yeah, we, uh, we're processing this in real time, so we don't have a ton of information out there. He was supposed to start tonight, like you said, and I got Jack Harris. Uh, he covers the Dodgers. Um, right forearm strain, and then he came back and said, some more clarity, sounds like Tony Gonsolin's forearm strain isn't too serious. Per source, the team believes they caught it on the front end and, they sh- and that he should be back this year. This is just a phantom thing. Gotta be, right? It's just a phantom thing. Because they were going to go to a six-man rotation with Kershaw coming back. I guess now they can't do that at least the next two times around. Maybe they call somebody up and still do it. I bet you they call somebody up and still do it. Here we are in September. This has got to be a rest thing. It's got to be, man. I'm praying that it is. Should I just DM yeah. Tony? Him and I talk on Instagram yeah, a little Yeah, that's true. Bit. You guys are tight. Me and him are also Instagram friends. Not a big deal. Yeah, I, I like what you're doing. You're putting all the pieces in the pot. Kershaw's coming back uh, this week, or he's slated to return. Gonsolin has thrown more pitches than he has at the major league level. Like we talked about, this team, they've won the division in June. Uh, they all the pieces for a phantom IL are there, so I guess we're just fingers crossed and hopeful that's what we're doing. Because man, I I know we've been silly and Catterday and you're running with him to start the season. He's also having like sixteen and one. I know wins and losses are quote unquote out the door, but they shouldn't be when you're sixteen and one. He leads the NL <laughs> in a lot of pitching categories. Yeah. And a lot of like important pitching categories. I know Sandy has them in, you know, some of the more like on the peripherals and, you know, a lot of innings. I think a lot of innings pitch. War is out. I understand. This is what I'd understand. Yeah. Okay. And is, is just an innings pitch thing because Sandy's war is like almost double what Tony Gonsolin's is. I think so. And there's an interesting argument over it because, you know, if, if you're pitching at their level and you have 60 more innings, that does mean a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tony Gonsolin is your National League ERA leader at 2-1 and your whip leader and your wins leader and your hits per nine leader. He's really good. Animal. He's got a 4-4 war and Sandy's is seven something. Yeah. It's like seven. Yeah. It's seven. I don't know. Yeah. Go Catterday, man. Hope you're all right. Is it Phantom IL season? Send him a DM. Oh yeah. Phantom IL season. Hope and hopefully we almost went on the Phantom IL today. Yeah, we basically did. We There's, said no front office. Don't you 
can there's talk a, to me like that. There's a there's about a thousand people that were live with us that that know we're <laughs> doing a second pass at this one right <laughs> now, and those are the what? real ones. So thank you. Um, Rockies at Mets, bro. Rockies Mets. Uh, you know, Trev, I'll kick to you because honestly, the one thing I want to talk about is Old Timers Day from this series because it's one mm-hmm. of my favorite things in baseball. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Mets also casually take three out of four. Uh, they win the DeGrom game, 16th pitch, one earned run, nine Ks for him. Uh, Alonso hits his 31st homer this season. The next day, Kana has a big double uh, to tie the game back up for them. 2-0 heater, crushes it down the line, ties the game. And then Pete kind of has the opposite at bat. He gets down 0-2 and just puts the ball in play, finds the six hole, they walk it off. And, you know, Pete had some fun stuff to say after the game. I liked mm. um, his quotes about it. It was his 25th game-winning RBI, which is uh, the Mets' single-season franchise record, which is actually a really awesome, yeah. you know, token to have. I mean, that's just basically saying, like, you got put in clutch situations and you performed. And that's pretty much what every athlete, it's all they want. On a winning but he team. said, it's a privilege to be put in those situations. And you do have to think of it that way, man. And the RBI stat has been diminished. Uh, People call it circumstantial. But I I say this all the time on the show. You have to get into a different mindset when you're a run producer. And the best run producers get hits like that, like Pete got. Not as hard as hit ball. He, He went on to say, like, all I do is try to hit the ball hard. But sometimes... It's about grinding in a bat out, just putting putting some wood on it and letting letting it happen, mm. letting baseball happen. Uh, but Pete is he's rising free man as one of my not my favorite player to watch, but he's rising the board a little bit for me. I love him. He he's a really good hitter. He's a really good hitter that happens to be an amazing power hitter. Um, he's so fun. He's so fun to watch. The energy he plays with. He. Uh, he hit his 31st homer in the series. Reminder, Mookie Betts also there. Different body types. Mm-hmm. Guys who play the game a little differently. Um, but guys that are also absolute studs. Uh, Herman Marquez outduels Scherzer in the final game. Kudos to him. one nothing. Uh, that's fun. Uh, but the most fun thing that I think happened around baseball this weekend, the Mets in old-timers day. Um and, you know, I'm a Yankees fan. They do old-timers day every year. I, I've enjoyed it. Um, you know, I don't know from the outside looking in the optics of it. I don't know if people just look from the outside and are like, all right, get these old bags off the field, or if people think it's cool. The Mets did theirs. I thought it was awesome. Um, you had guys, I think Daniel Murphy was the youngest at 37, uh, getting in the mix. And I, I think they had someone there at least 79 or 80 years old. And you're connecting generations of baseball, and it's so much fun. And they play a couple innings. The guys are grinning ear to ear, uh, juxtaposed to the Little League World Series going on with these 12-year-olds smiling ear to ear to see these old-timers smiling ear to ear with the great game of baseball. Every team in baseball needs to do this. Buck Showalter had a good quote where he was like, yeah, I mean, this isn't cheap. Like, you know, we fly these guys out. He didn't say this part, but, you know, you got to fly these guys out and you put them up in a hotel and everything. Like, you know, it's you, you got to pay a couple a couple dollars to make this happen. And guess what? It pays off in droves because we just talked about Artie Moreno buying the team for, what was it, $183 million, and now he's going to sell it for $2 billion. 
Mm. Um, and those guys on the field are a big part of the reason that the franchise's value has gone up that much. So I hope every team gets the memo. I hope every team does this. I hope in a year or two, me and Trevor at Twins and Oakland and Tampa and Philly and hell, even maybe Rangers, old timers day. I'm back. I'm back with the Rangers <laughs> now. We're good, baby. Um, because it's it's awesome. And it's, I mean, those those conversations in the stands tell, you know, uh, some dad telling his five-year-old about Benny Agbayani and how fun he was and Edgardo Alfonso. Like, it's what makes baseball beautiful and, and passing it along generation to generation. So kudos to the Mets. Kudos to Uncle Steve Cohen who made it happen. You get really sappy right there. That a really did bit. get you, huh? I've, a little yeah. bit, dude. It really does. All right. Sorry. I like Old Timers Day, too, man. I, I love talking shop with a bunch of old guys, dude. Yeah. The stuff they say. When when I sit down with, like, the twins old timers and, and listen to them talk about hitting, it's crazy, man, the amount of knowledge. And, like, some of it doesn't translate into today's game. But that doesn't mean that it didn't wasn't the way that it had to be back then. Like when I hear Tony Oliva tell me about how to place my feet in the box to try to go the opposite way or try to pull the ball, I'm like, I don't know if that works anymore. But then I questioned him one time about that. I was like, Tony, I can't do that. And he goes, Why not? I was like, Well, I don't think that's like my path wouldn't be right. If I'm if I'm trying to go that way, I, I don't need to put my feet there. My path just needs to go that way. And he goes, Let me show you. And he just gets in the box and does it. Yeah. And he was probably, I don't know, 70-something at that time. It's really funny, man. But these guys have so much knowledge and 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 love and advice. And I don't know when, if we're going to talk about this. This episode might be uh, on the weekday, week midweek episode. But a couple of Hall of Famers talking about Robbie Manfred, Rod yeah. Carew being one of them. Yeah. They got stuff they want to get off their chest. Yeah. Well, dude, and that's, you know, there was a, there was a guy in this game who pitched like twice or like in 63 and 64 in five games for the Mets, but he was out there. He's 79 twirling the pill. Um, and by the way, and this is the other part, they retired Willie Mays' number, which is really cool because, you know, you obviously don't associate Willie Mays with the Mets, but guess what? He wore that uni and he's one of the like a top five guys to ever play this game. So you should honor that. Like I, I heard, I heard this story. And I don't know if this is true. I was with the Mets fan last night. He was talking to me about it. He said that the old owner to get Willie to come play for the Mets. That was one of the things that she promised was no one will wear 24 again. And then like it changed and some people wore 24, but like, this was like, they finally like did it. And so no one will wear that again. But it was like a promise made to him to get him to come over there, because he didn't play a long time with the Mets. He played what, like two years. No, I mean he fit. He like wrapped it up over there, which, like at, at first I was kind of like, eh. But then I was also like, no, Willie Mays played for your franchise. Honor that, um, dude. I haven't been on Willie Mays's baseball reference page mm. in quite some time. Ah, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. <gasps> Not bad, Bartolo. How many times was he an All Star? A couple. Couple two. Twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three Mets. One hundred and fifty six have... career war. What are we doing, here, people? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, people built different, as as the kids say. Uh, 
Willie Mays. Pedro is oh, there. He's he's yeah. throwing the pill. You don't think of Pedro as the Met, but that's where even like me and BBD on Wake and Jake, we went through some of the newer teams. Like, dude, if the Rays put together an old timers day, it'd be a blast. Bring out Fred yeah. McGriff, Wade Boggs, Randy My Wynn. friend. Are you kidding me? You and Wade Boggs are boys? Me and Fred. Oh, you and Fred, uh, excuse me. We got to move on, guys. Hit, yeah. You know, let's go. Gotta I got to keep excited. this going. Three Mets have worn 24 since Willie Mays, Robinson Cano, Ricky Henderson, and uh, Kelvin Torvey. Oh. He's the one that I don't know. Um, Not in your book. Let's see. Checking boxes uh, to get to the last meet, I think. Nats and Reds, tough, really tough. Um Cade Cavalli made his major league debut. Good for you, kid. Patrick Corbin gets a win, and that's important. Why, Trev? The Nats broke an MLB record stretch of 43 games without a starting pitcher recording a win. That's bad. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy bad. Um, Cade hey. Cavalli, big prospect, came up. They were talking. They were hyping this dude big time. Had a rough start, but I look forward to to seeing him like kind of get settled in. You can't judge someone by their first start or their Battled. first five starts. Buy some cards. Um, Brewers Cubs linked up for three. The Brewers won two out of three. We need the Brewers to get going and get back in the mix. Um, Ian Happ, you might hear a little bit about him later. He basically single handedly wins the first game, but good to see the Brewers get back to their winnings winning uh, ways in this one. Some good starting pitching from Peralta and Woodruff. Uh, and then Garrett Mitchell with the go-ahead two-run single, uh, his first career hit. So hopefully that can bring a little a little good juju to the Brew Crew because we need them to go. It's time. Yeah, Ian, just relax a little bit, bro. 102 career homers. I don't know how deep you're going to get into Hamper later, but mm. I don't like that he's coming for my title. <laughs> I mean... I'm going to chop up parts of that sentence and have a really good time later. Um, Trev, the last topic, Phillies-Pirates. Phillies take two out of three. Pirates win on the last day there. Uh, Your guy Gibby drops it. Whoops. Uh, Gene Segura's got people in the the stands wearing denim. Jeans, jeans, if you will. Kind of like that. The story's Bryce Harper. He comes back. He gets an... Two RBI single in his first at bat back. Let me drop this on the table. Um, the bad man is back for the Phillies, and that's a that could be a huge part of this season. I like what he said too. He's like, I'm just trying not to mess up what they got going on yeah. here. I think everyone's happy that you're back, Bryce. No one's no one's mad that you're back. So very uh, good to see him. We're going to talk about him a little bit later in the show. Oh. Uh, yeah, Gibby did really well, and then he had a cool quote and. Kind of mean to Pirates fans, uh, but I think they understand. He was talking about you know these series when they're not against like a playoff team or a marquee team going up against the Pirates. You know, on paper you're supposed to win these games. And he said last year basically they didn't take care of business with these games. This year they're approaching them completely differently, and they're going after each series like they all mean a lot. And he said last year was kind of a downfall for us. And this year, I feel like our mindset coming into these games has been a little bit crisper with a little more edge than we had in the past. It's easy to get a little lackadaisical and complacent when you're playing these teams. They're still playing hard. They either have guys trying to win a job or trying to be a spoiler. Lately, we've done a great job of coming out, getting a lead early, and really setting a tone to the game. And that's what good teams do. 
Man, I, I'm glad you mentioned that quote, Trev, because I like that a lot too because sometimes we'll, we'll sit here, and I'm sure we're going to say it about teams in the coming month, how we'll, we'll say, hey, you know, hopefully maybe they can take this into next year and they can appreciate it. You know, sometimes I think we wonder if that's BS and we'll see if it happens, but the fact that Gibby's out there saying that, like, you know, last year it was kind of our downfall. To be able to be in the clubhouse and say, we did that last year. We got to fix it, and we got to come out. We got to win games. Um, and getting Bryce back, and, and you're right, they played really they – didn't, they didn't tread water. They did a lot better mm-hmm. than treading water, and now they get him back. They were backstroking, bro. Excited. Yeah, they were kind of. Like, water. Like, they were floating a little bit, but they were still peddling. Headline. They had a nice uh, pool float. You know, the one with the cup holder in it mm. and like a canopy over it. Mm. I need to get in I'm going to go in my pool today. It's so hot. I'm wearing a hoodie. Why am I wearing a hoodie? I need to get in that ploof pool f- soon. Uh, that's the National League. Uh, there's a little bit of... There's an interesting aisle with some fun National League stuff. Um You know what, Biebs? I I think hit the music. Maybe we'll do an AL... I might burn through both of them. Oh, yeah. Let's go, daddy. And you know where we're going. H-Town, Funky Town City, where the top drop city. Kelsey Wingert's from there. And the Orioles went to town. And they took two out of three. The Baltimore Orioles, 2-0, 3-1. Astros win the last day, but do they? Verlander has to come out. Little calf strain. They're getting the MRI on that today. Some really good pitching from the Orioles, Bradish, Kramer, uh, and even both on the last game. Pretty incredible stuff. Alex Bregman, you remember that guy? The bad man is starting to go. His numbers are starting to get Looney Tunes. We'll dive more into that. The Seattle Mariners, they take three out of four from the Guardians. Big weekend in Seattle, Ichiro weekend and they get three out of four including Robbie Ray shutting him out on that final game Um, really good baseball close games in this series two playoff teams this is another one of the good ones from this weekend Jose Ramirez how's your 106 RBIs jeez it's August people Yankees and A's they split four Yankees win the first two they win five in a row their losing ways are over Not so fast, my friend. They lose in extras, a game they only had one hit, and then they lose on getaway day. They split four with the A's. Ew. Judge. Dig. Red Sox. Rays. Red Sox win two out of three. Dick Mountain with a massive pitching performance in the middle game here. Uh, JT Shags, how's your opener? Uh, Didn't matter. Red Sox won that game, too. Rays took the final one on getaway day. They were excited about that. Speaking of not excited, the Blue Jays get swept at home to the Angels. Otani day happens. Okay, that's fine, but you got shut out by Reed Detmers and blown out. And then they lose again on the final day. Blue Jays, we kind of been calling you out. We're waiting for it. It doesn't happen here. They get swept by the Halos. Trout and Otani each with 28 homers. Tigers and Rangers, sorry about it. Tigers take two out of three. A uh, little story there, Erod, two strong starts since he's returned. That's good. Maybe that's something that matters next year like I talked about a little bit. 
And then, doubling into the interleague, the Twins sweep the Giants. How about it? Trevor Plouffe's Twins, they might have just buried the Giants and the Twins kind of saved their season. They needed it, snapped their six-game losing streak. Joe Ryan, hot, and had a really good outing. Another sweep that we need to talk about. The D-backs sweep the White Sox. Let me repeat, Jake Snakes sweep the White Sox. What are you doing in the South Side? Figure it out, man. We might announce them dead in a little bit. And the Royals and Padres teed off. Padres take two out of three. The story from there is our guy still isn't right in the back end of the bullpen. Haters getting touched up even more. How? Padres win the series, but they've still got some stuff to figure out on their end. That was your AL and your IL all in one sitting. That's how daddy does it. You're incredible. Mookie Betts. You're incredible. Willie Mays, Jake Storielli. In the American League, the New York Yankees. They still lead the AL East. They're 78-50. and 50. A seven-and-a-half game lead, which sounds nice, but it's not as nice when you used to have a 15-game lead in the AL East. Uh, Toronto is a game-and-a-half of the, of the Rays. Uh, and the Baltimore Orioles, they're still sitting around there. You'll hear them in the wild-card standings. The Cleveland Guardians have a two-game lead on the Minnesota Twins, baby. How about it? Uh, good for the Twinkies to be two games back. The Chicago White Sox, danger, danger. Five games back of the division. Whoa. Houston, dominant, 82-47. and 47. Seattle, 70 wins, 70-58 and 58 in the American League wildcard. Right now, the, the Rays are a half game up on the Jays. A little bit of a tongue twister. Uh, or excuse me. <laughs> The Rays are a half game up on Seattle. I didn't need the tongue twister. I just want to twist that tongue. Toronto is currently your final wild card team, a game and a half up on the Baltimore Orioles. Minnesota three back, and I'm not even mentioning. Don't, don't say that. I'm not even mentioning the team from Chicago because they don't. They got owned even on Twitter. Did you see what your snakes did on social media? Yeah, dude. Obviously. Thanks for having With all us. the W's in Chicago. Now they're just the height socks. When you're getting <laughs> trolled by the D, I mean, look, we love D backs yeah. and the social team that they have there. Yeah. Okay. But when you're getting trolled by them this late in the season and them coming into your house and sweeping you yeah. to the point where like, we're thinking about calling you dead. It's tough, man. And let's stay here, Trev, because it's driving me nuts. And I tried to get you to say it. You refused to say it. And because with baseball logic that we both have, you shouldn't really say it because there's still a crazy month, the craziest month of the year to come. I'll say it because I'm willing to be wrong at this point. They're dead. The White Sox have drove, driven me officially insane. My D-backs, handle them. Take care of that work. It's light work for them. They're done, man. The, their last game before this game, before this series was the dropped Adam Engel ball where they could have taken two out of three from the Orioles, a team they're fighting for the wild card with. Instead, they don't. They lost that series. They get swept at home. 
to the D-backs. I don't know. I'm just over it. I, I know Jimmy's been waiting for this snap for a while from me. I'm over it. It's done. Um, I hope the White Sox... And I, I still genuinely hope they prove me wrong because I love so many of the names on that roster, but they just don't deserve it anymore. Um, I'm done on the White Sox. Even Cueto got hit. That's just that's a bad sign for them. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't say it just yet because, of, like you said, we got five weeks left in the season. There's no... There's nothing pointing to them turning things around. There's nothing like that whatsoever. In fact, Moncada is placed on the 10-day IL because he has a left hamstring strain. Uh, Eloy dealing with some right leg soreness. They just can't... I don't know. I feel like everyone's been injured. It's always been about the legs. They can't They can't stay on the field. And when they do, they don't. things don't happen. Tony La Russa, this is what he had to say. And this is... I kind of agree with the first part, what he said. They've lost 9 of 11, right? Yep. I don't like frustration, discouragement. That's loser crap. You know what? I'm with you. Yeah. You got me so far. Got me so far. It just seeps energy out of your body. I just get angry and want to do something about it. What does that mean, though? So you don't like frustration, but you like anger, and you want to do something about it. Tony, what are we doing here, bro? What yeah. are we doing here? This whole thing's a mess. And I told you guys, my stance on managers has now changed. It's most managers don't mean anything. There's a few that can help you win games, and there's a few that are going to lose you games. And Tony La Russa is in that latter group. Whew. I mean, there's no argument against you. There's no argument against you. And I, I, I dove into the stats this morning, and the White Sox lack of power this year is insane. And, like, again, I can't end up putting that on Tony La Russa. They're 28th in home runs. Um, you know, some of their pitching numbers are all over the board. It just, it, all of it should be better. And when you say all of it should be better, in a way that does come back to Tony. Because when we compliment Buck Showalter on winning the NL Manager of the Year, we talk about how everything is better. And that's organizational. That ties into everything. Um, I'm, I'm done with them. I can't do it anymore. Credit to my snakes. There's a lot of young guys putting good efforts out there. Christian Walker's having a nice full season. They called up Emmanuel Rivera, who's got a little pop. Jake McCarthy had some good mm -hmm. quotes and, and some fun. I think he was the swing you said you liked the other day. Um, yeah, nice swing. I mean, happy for my snakes, by the way, sneaking up on the Giants um, in that National League West, and hopefully that's something that matters, but still. Two games back of them. Yep. I think it does matter to them. I mean, of course, you're at this point, you're the dog days, and your team, you know, you're not going to be in the playoffs, although they're seven and, oh, wait, excuse me, nine and a half out. It ain't going to happen for them. But look, man, <laughs> I think when you have something to play for, like getting ahead of the Giants and like a lot of these young guys that are on the team, like you're either trying to establish yourself or like a Christian Walker, just keep going. Yeah. He's been really good. No, and that, um, that was the McCarthy quote that I loved. He said, uh, uh, just trying to, the more experience you get, the more the game slows down. You try to control the things you can control. Tonight, I could have easily been 0 for 5, and I went 4 for 5. Um, and that's like, you know, for a young player to have that thought process in your head, that's, that's a good way to become a good ball player. Because um, it's a goddamn brutal sport. Hey, White Sox, prove me wrong. I want to be proven wrong. I want to see that rotation and bullpen come the playoffs with the right guys in the lineup. They've had a lot of injuries. 
you can only point to injuries so, so much. Um, I'm done. Done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Perfect. Move on. Uh, let's let's give a team some love that deserves love. And the, and the phrase that I tried to use uh, on Wake and Jake earlier was, I'm taking the kitty gloves off on the Orioles. Um, they take two out of three from Houston, in Houston. They get some real pitching performances. Uh, Bradish, man. Uh, I need to double check I'm saying that right. And that's I'm gonna go Bradish. I'm gonna okay. go Bradish. Yeah, I went hard A. It didn't feel right from the start. Um, even Kramer, uh, the next outing, and I think I'm saying that right. Or is it Kramer? <laughs> I don't know. And that's the problem with these Orioles. Uh, just because we don't know them, and they're the new kids on the block, and they're the Orioles. Every time the Orioles have won a series, we've kind of been like, yay. Can you believe it? These Orioles, yeah, man. How sweet is this? No. This is a team who's a game and a half out of the wild card that just won two out of three versus the Houston Astros. If this was another team in another season, we'd be saying like, man, they had to come up big this series, and they did. So they did. So the good news for the Orioles, the kitty gloves are off, and I'm giving you a ton of love right now. But for this final month of the season, the kitty gloves are going to be off, and I'm I'm treating you guys like a real team because you deserve to be treated that way. So let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. What does that mean? Um, it means I expect them to actually give Toronto a fight. Like, On- th- like you're saying before, this was just like flukish and we're waiting for them to fall off. Yes. And now you're like, actually, they're good. Yes. I think so. I think you're right. I mean, again, like I... The first two pitchers that just shoved against Houston, I didn't know how to properly say their names. But, man, they've they've shown for a while now that they are a real part of this mix, and we haven't gotten to Toronto yet, who they got swept by the Angels. So I'm going to hold those two teams to the same regards. Uh, and maybe that's unfair to the Orioles the rest of the way, but it also might be fair because they might catch them, man, because that team plays with such good energy and... Toronto is in, like, almost the opposite boat as of right now. Um, Rushman is up. He's a goddamn stud. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm treating the Orioles. I'm done with the Mariners from last year stuff. Like, you guys have had a great year. Cool. Like, no, let's go get it. Two straight months of 640 ball. 16 and 9 in July. They're 16 and 9 in August. They're for real right now. And, you know, like the way they they're, they approach these games in Houston, on Bradish goes eight innings pitch, and then they have Perez and Tate to close it out. The next game, Kremer does his thing. I think uh, Bautista came in for like a four-out save. Like they can shorten games. And they got guys that, that can drive the ball a little bit. It's going to – I mean, they're going to have to play their best baseball, Jake. Right. And that is where I get a little bit scared – talking about the Orioles getting into the playoffs. Like they've been playing their best baseball and they got to continue that for a whole another five weeks. And I think that's going to be the storyline. Like they can't trip up at all. They can't have a bad stretch. They just can't, but they can win series and they can win another series and they can win another series and then come at, at the end of September into the first couple days of October if they're there, anything can happen. Yeah. 
No, I mean, we schedule watching a little bit. Off day today. Karen Vavra. Karen Vavra. They are going to Cleveland for three, which is, that's an interesting one. You got to survive it. I, I think you got to survive it. Kitty gloves are off. Okay. They come home. They play Oakland for three. And then they play the Blue Jays. So, dog days are going in our rear view. August is going to end. Labor Day Monday, they are going to be hosting the Toronto Blue Jays with probably a chance to reel them in. Let's go O's, babe. Chaos. Love it. Good job, Orioles. Astros, you lost the series. It doesn't matter to you guys at all. Uh, Alex Bregman is going nut job. Um, and uh, Verlander comes out with the right calf stuff. Very interested to see how that comes back. Um, because it's a calf, people aren't raise, sounding the alarm too big, but very interested to see what happens there. They have enough time to shut him down. If it's just a calf thing, give yourself two weeks. Um, you'll be okay. It might be a good thing for him. Although he doesn't care about innings or anything like that because he's Justin Verlander. Uh, but better it happens now. They'll get this thing right. Yeah. Take some time off. You have the lead. You're fine. That's true. There, there's no one threatening them in like the standings, is there, for the second spot? Or the first spot? I mean, they, they have the best record in the American League. They're By far. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're, you know, yeah, yeah. About four games up on the Yanks. Um so if and the then nobody is, even close to him after that. So they're um, going to get the bye. Yeah. So go ahead and rest, Justin, JV. I don't think I've ever, I've never hung out with him. Yeah. Have you? Uh, free, was it? No. I mean, I sat next to Keichel at that restaurant. <laughs> he knows Verlander. So in a way, yes. I hung out with Ben Verlander. Nice guy. I've heard. Nice guy. Nice guy. Haven't met him. Um, Mariners Guardians. Yeah, two playoff teams here. Maybe uh, maybe not a lot of people's picks to win this year's World Series necessarily. Um, Mariners take three out of four from home. Ichiro weekend. Trev, I don't know if you saw the Ichiro girl stuff. That was pretty awesome. Uh, I have such yeah. a, a soft spot in my heart for Ichiro that anytime he's doing stuff, it's badass. Um. But also some really good baseball here. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I've been laughing at this Tito Francona quote, uh, talking about uh, Munoz out of the Seattle pen. I saw 102, then a slider. That was pretty filthy stuff. I don't think you have to be in the game 40 years to know that that's pretty special. <laughs> so uh, some analytics from Tito coming in there on, on Andres Munoz. He threw, I just watched it right there, um, kind of – Big motion coming at you. He's got the the velocity, like Tito's saying. He threw a nasty one to Ramirez there. 91-mile-an-hour slider, down and in, as good as you can place it. And again, just kind of like a lot coming at you, man. Yeah. And that thing just went, see you later. Uh, I mean, the Mariners are for real. They have the third highest um, – postseason chance in the American League behind the Astros and the Yankees. They've been this good for a long time. I don't know. There's nothing you can say about the Mariners except can't wait to see you in the playoffs. I can't wait to see what you guys do in the playoffs. And by- we, get the J- we get the Julio extension, good vibes everywhere. Each in town. 
good vibes everywhere. You take three of four from the Guardians. I know they're in the AL mid, but still a good team, a tough team to beat. The best Mariners team. Fans are, Mariners fans have it good right now. They really do. The best team from the mid, the Guardians. Um, Yeah, man, I... uh. You do not want to play Seattle in the playoffs. That's all I'll say. That crowd is going to be insane. Uh, they kind of went nuts. Nuts. There was a good Mitch Hanniger quote how <laughs> fans usually knock him for being robotic, but he was showing some emotion um, a- after their, their walk-off win. Man, you do travel is real. You don't want to go to Seattle. That's a long ways away. That crowd is going to be straight nutty. Remember when Toronto hosted the the one-game wild card and that place looked like a zoo? Seattle's yes. going to be the same way. Seattle's going to be the same way. Canadians are a little more nutty. Seattle, A, pretty close to Canada. And B, with that playoff drought, you do not want to go there. Uh, yes. like me rocking. You do not want to go there. Um, I'm looking up uh, Ty France because he came out injured. What's up with him? Ty France. Is he okay? We'll get you some Yeah, he's back. He's back. He's back. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's... The Ichiro stuff was awesome. Ichiro Girl, if you guys have no idea, look it up. Uh, There's a viral baseball clip a few years back. Ichiro goes for a foul ball and, like, bumps into a girl, and she freaks out. Pre-John Boy lip-reading, she's going, oh, my God, oh, my God, he touched me. Ichiro, oh, my God, oh, my God. She threw out the first pitch one day, and it was really cool. The Mariners handled it really well. So, hey, shout-out to the Mets for Old Timers Day. Shout-out to the Mariners. You love the Old Timers Day. Shout-out to the Mariners. Jeez, we know, Jake. Ichiro weekend. Uh, we know, you do. You know, I know, you know, I know. Uh, um, Yeah. yeah? I just want to make one more point on the Mariners. If you're rolling out these guys in your rotation and you got Gilbert going strong, Castillo going strong, Robbie Ray going strong, Marco Gonzalez doing his thing. I mean, they're like five, six starters deep, bro. That's what you got to, you got to have that. They kind of have everything you need for a deep postseason run. And when that place is rocking, it's rocking. We might have to go up to a game up there. Never JP mind. Crawford invites yeah. us to a game. We hang. Eddie Vedder's there. We have beers in the clubhouse. There's a keg in the visitors' clubhouse. Whoops. Manny's pale ale usually. Adam Frazier trade. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Eugenio Suarez driving people in. Not that that matters to anyone here. Um. Yeah, dude. Their bullpen's gross. Uh. You do not want to play the Mariners come October, especially that playoff game. odds at ninety four percent. Let's go. <gasps> That's crazy. Um, Trev, uh, the Yankees and the A's played. Yankees got on a five game win streak after their horrible, horrible August. Um, it looked like they were out of the woods. They lose a couple ugly ones to the A's. Uh, me and Jimmy did a sad talking Yanks last <laughs> night. Uh, I guess. Go check that out, but what do you have to add to the uh, to the situation, Trev? Uh, game three, uh, that victory with the A's, that was like my guys. It was Pinder and Vote, uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, vote, pinch hit. Yeah. Homer? Yeah. 
off the red tarp and right center. Um, he had some fun quotes about it. He said, uh, I have no idea what I did around the bases. I knew I hit it hard. As soon as I saw it hit the state farm sign, I don't know what happened until I got into the dugout. I've been told I was high stepping and going crazy. You were, which is fine. I've always been a raw emotions guy. It's genuine. It's not an act. I feel like a little kid again, or I felt like a little kid again. Pretty cool to see him do that. You know, when you're with the A's at this point in the season, not a lot to play for, just the boys in the in, in the clubhouse. And um, voters, the one guy that'll get you all fired up. And you know, you gotta find some motivation at this point in the year if you're one of these teams. And something like that could really get the clubhouse going again. So I know the A's aren't playing for much, but it's nice the voters still doing it. My guy Chad Pinder still doing it. Chad Pinder made some plays out there that were nuts. He made some plays. Um, vote, yeah, man. He had a quote that I loved uh, as someone who's who tries to be a goofy cat myself. Um, he was like, yeah, man. He's he's like, I always hear about how good of a clubhouse presence I am and stuff like that. But you know, I can still play a little ball. <laughs> and he uh, he's still doing it. Yeah, I cannot man. believe it, he's man. Thirty-seven years old. Uh, his sixth homer on the year. Uh, good for him, man banging around with with the A's boys and all those kids. And, hey, a couple of those A's, man, on those final two days, especially the pitchers, had really good outings. Uh, Oller, he deserves some love. Um, and, yeah, the Yanks, man, every time every time it seems like they might be kicking into gear, they uh, just hasn't been there yet. Clay Holmes comes back tonight. Hopefully that's big for them. But uh, we will see in Yankees land. Um I see something on your tongue there. Well, because, you know, there was just a weird report about Chapman in a tattoo. What's like, what's oh, that about? God. We don't have to get into it. Your, I don't really want your to. Your guess but. is as good as mine, man. Don't put any spray on it, like any topical spray. Run that by your doctor. Just want to let you guys know that. I was going to get inked up, and now I'm hesitant because I don't want to be. Well, not during the season. I don't want to go on the IL. Not during the season. So we'll see what goes Dude, we, on there. We're all over the place. Where on the sheet are we going next? Because we did not go Cronpod. You just so I jumped back up to Cronpod because I knew you'd be freaked out. But I wanted to bury the White Sox first. We're at Red Sox Rays. Uh, Sox take two out of three. Dick Mountain with a huge outing, uh, and the Red Sox really needed it to to help reset their pen a little bit. Red Sox win a series. I mean, they're they they've kind of been dead. So I I don't know what you do with it. Um, like, the quotes from the Rays from this series were, like, that final game they won, Kevin Cash was like, we really want to win this one. Um, like, uh, your guy Glass now got a little a mini payday along the way, so I, I don't know, whatever you want from this series. I don't want much from this series. I'm happy for Glass now. Um, Red Sox, man, I don't know. I still don't know what to think about them. It's been I mean, a tough year. And you know what? It's funny is after we had that conversation, Jake, that you said the Red Sox stink. Like two days after that, there was a lot of Boston publications putting out like, where are we as an organization? And a lot of people said the same thing that I said. It's like, it's the uncertainty that it's not okay right. when you're that type of franchise. Yeah, I guess that was the... Because you, you and Jim were coming at me a little bit and I appreciate it. it was what makes us the best show in baseball. Um, I, I guess the part I should have driven home a little better was it, it doesn't, their winning doesn't necessarily excuse these years as much and what is the direction and what does next year. And we'll see. Um, 
We'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, another article came out today that was like, uh, we think Haim's job is good, but we're not sure. So I, I don't know. Uh, Isak Paredes is your next Tampa Bay Ray that you don't know about that has more home runs than anyone on the White Sox this year in 81 games. Um, and they kind of, they saved from the Tigers scrap heap to now turn into a Rays player with almost an 800 OPS. I want to say, let me just look up something real quick. Sure. No, this is not him. The Rays, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that they find people who they can put into their system and help you out. And that's what Isak has been. Uh, there was another guy too. I can't remember his freaking name. He was out there. T- oh, it was, it was a uh, Bruhan. Mm. And that was the guy cash said, this guy's got so much talent oozing out of his body. It was really fun to chop it up with him um, in Anaheim about stuff like that. Although he hasn't had a great season this year. Yeah. He's actually been pretty bad. Look out next year. I'm sure. Oh. He'll be really good. And he's a kid. And he's still yeah. still super young. So, hey, go Red Sox, go. Win, win 18 in a row, and we'll talk about you more. Um, the other bizarre one, Trev, Blue Jays get swept by the Halos, and, you know, anytime you run into Otani, it, best of luck to you on both sides of the ball. But to get swept at home, uh, this one reeked of dog days to me, and maybe dog days in Canada come a little later than the States. I'd have to check the calendar, but... Blue Jays, you can't be doing this. Swept at home to the Halos at, at this point of the year. Um, I, I don't know, man. That's... Mm-mm. It's tough, but I think you have to give some credit to, you know, the Angels. Mike Trout's back. They're feeling pretty good. And I was I made a mention uh, on Baseball Today about this. It really felt like in that series, we were watching the Angels from April and early May. Like they were having fun. They were blasting the ball. You know, Tani's still doing his thing. Um, outduels Manoa. Then he hits a homer. Like, fun. it was a fun series to watch. You wish, you wish like the Angels were in it. So this was like a more like, not like a look ahead series for the Blue Jays. They got swept. What is you doing? You wish it was more like two really good teams playing against each other and the Angels just went and took it to them. But that's not the case, man, because of the way things have gone for them this year. Um, Joe Dell, two homers, one off a position player. Mm. Um, I think it was Whit Merrifield was in there pitching. Yeah, Whit got an inning in. Yep, and just winging it up there. Um, Trout looks really good again. Shohei, the seven shutty with nine Ks. Um, I think this is a series. Just wipe your hands if you're the Blue Jays and walk on because they'd won seven of eight before coming into this series, so they were kind of rolling. Got beat by a team, maybe he just had a good series. How about that? That's the way you got to look at it, at least. Right. I, how how can you not? Um, but yeah, man, that's uh, I don't know. It 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 goes in. So it's different scales, right? So when we when we kind of skimmed over the Red Sox, well, the Red Sox are a game behind the White Sox. So if I'm gonna bury and thrash the White Sox, you know, the Red Sox are still behind them. Um. The Baltimore Orioles are a game and a half back of Toronto, man. Like, that's real. That's real. They're going to be playing a series in a week that's going to matter in Baltimore. And the other thing is, and the spin positive for Blue Jay fans, you had a good first month. You've been 500 pretty much the rest of the way. 
if you have a good September, everything goes away and people will be scared of you come the playoff time. Everything I said about Seattle, people will say about you. But we're getting close to go time. It's August 29th. It's time to go, Blue Jays. You're playing some sloppy D, it sounds like. Mm. Cut that one for you. Uh, they've committed an error in 10 straight games. There was a Bobichet grounder they threw to Vladdy. He just like, Vladdy just like zooed it, just missed it. So that doesn't help the cause out at all. Got to clean that up when you get into the playoffs. And let's let's not forget, like they, Blue Jays fired their manager, and all the Blue Jays, Hot. all the Blue Jays players were kind of like, yeah, you know, probably what we needed. Well, <laughs> go play and win. How about that? They were they won seven out of eight before this. If they won two out of three here, two more games on the Yanks, it'd be five games of the Yanks with five weeks left, it's a completely different story, man. They just kind of ran into a buzzsaw, I think. It's baseball. Buzzsaw being the angels. I don't know. Yeah, but sometimes they can be that people. Yeah, it's true. Um, I think there's, there's one series to touch on and then one um, topic in a series. Trev, your twin sweep, uh, they... Good. They were in a little bit of a funk. Six-game loser. They sweep the Giants, which I think buries the Giants, which that's insane in and of itself. Joe Ryan, six-shut piece. Rocco with some silly quotes. And the Twinkies, two games back of the Guardians, trying to trying to get that AL mid back. Yeah, starting pitching showed up this series for them, and I think it is time. I think we can call the Giants yeah. out of it. Yeah. I did not have them in the playoffs um, early in the year when I made my predictions. Things just haven't gotten going for them. Their run differential has dipped into the negative. It sits at minus two right now. That's not what you want for a 107-win team last year. But you have to give credit to the Twins for doing it, staying in this race, staying. I mean, doing it without Byron Buxton, who they desperately need in that lineup. Because uh, that was the thing is like, Early on in the season, we're like, how is this pitching going to be pieced together? Um, obviously, when got Molly, he has to go on the IL. But the starters have actually been pretty good. And the pitching staff has been pretty good. And the offense just hasn't really showed up. But they get the sweep here. Uh, a couple big games, nine runs in the first game, eight runs in the last game. Twins are right there, man. Excited for them. I- excited for some big Twins-Guardians games. Um, down the stretch, not mentioning the White Sox. Um, and then Padres Royals, Padres win two out of three. They've been looking for some series wins. Uh, they get that here on the road. It's the Royals, whatever the story though, Trev, and I, I'll fully kick it to you. Cause I don't know the answer, but Josh Hader, uh, the, the bad has gone to worse. And I, what do you do? What do you do? I think it's time to have a serious discussion with him about, first of all, like, go get an MRI. And if they haven't done that already, go do that. See if anything's structurally wrong. And if nothing's structurally wrong, then we're talking about like a mechanical issue, a mental issue. And it's just like not the place to have him work through it in the big leagues. Yeah. So it's phantom season, baby. Like, if we phantom hater and say, hey, and you have to be very specific with him about this. We're going to phantom you. You're going to go two weeks down in AAA, and you'll, you'll be able to work on things without having that like stress on you of a big league baseball game. Go down there and just work. If you're only going to throw your heater today, 
fine. No one cares. You can't do that in a big league game. Right. Can't do that. So I think they have to weigh the possibility of a bunch of different things. And they could shut them down if something's structurally wrong. If nothing's structurally wrong, then you have to you have to do something, man. I talked about it on this show that like, you know, they're saying his arm angle is a little too high right now. So he's not getting that deception anymore. So if it's just that, but maybe the arm angle is high because something else is hurting and he's overcompensating, whatever it is. And they've only, they've only had him for a little bit. So they don't have like massive amounts of data on him. Like the brewers did. They got to figure some stuff out. And the brewers on the other hand, like we crushed them for this move. Because we basically said you didn't do anything. You got rid of your you got rid of your guy. But seems like they had an inkling of what was to come. I mean, even if they had an inkling, they didn't have this. He's given up twelve hits and four point two innings. He's got almost two walks per inning. You're I I think you're right, Trev. I MRI, I mean, just to make sure you see anything. Um and then, yeah, yeah, man, you got to – let's reset, you know. And and relievers go through this, by the way. It usually doesn't look like this, and, you know, it's so weird because this guy, when he's good, is so, so damn good. Um, but let's clear the slate and almost start over. Like, I'd, I'd – yeah, I'd do a 10, 15-day IL and almost, you know, start spring training with Josh Hader. <laughs> like, go throw some only fastballs today. All right, uh, only fastballs and one breaking ball. And, like, find it. Because San Diego needs him if they want to impact October. 23.14 ERA in seven games with the pods. Go down and get get right, man. Come up for the last two weeks of the season ready to go. And our people, you guys can go get right with Roback. There's only one way to describe it. It is the best fit. It is the best feel. Me and Trev's guy, Nikki Cass, one of the bigger Roback cats you will run into. Roback's performance polos, hands down the best polos out there. Not only do they have the best designs, breathable, moisture wicking. That's the big term these days. Nothing beats a Saturday afternoon game in the bleachers, rocking a Roback polo. You're speaking my language. They also have performance hoodies. I need a couple of those. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, Roback. Yep. Roback.com, code talk, and you'll get 20% off your first order. That's Roback, R-H-O-B-A-C-K. 20% off all performance polos, Q-zips, tees, hoodies with code talking. Roback.com, use that code talking. I can't wait for Q-zip season, baby. Whoo! That means that means the real baseball is here. Thank you, Roback. Go check them out. Uh, Roback.com, code talking, twenty percent off your first order. Trev- they sent me some stuff. It's nice. Really? Yeah. I've been, no, wearing, a, stuff- I've been wearing a golfing. Yeah. Their stuff is really good. Their stuff is really good. Um. Trev, standout performances. Uh, yes. I will let you stand. out performances. Stand out performances. Who did it this week? Um, Trev, I'll punt. I mean, you're the NL guy. I'll receive. Yeah. I'm taking my guy, Nolan Arenado, for a couple of reasons. One, 
He went four for four with a homer, a double, and two RBI. Yeah. But really, the main reason is because he did it the day coming back from the birth of his beautiful baby girl, Levi. And I know something about that being in season when you have a baby. He had to fly somewhere, fly back. You're running on fumes, but it is a, uh, a glorious moment when you get to come back playing baseball but you know that it doesn't matter as much as something else. It probably meant the most to him. But then when you have a baby girl, that means the most to you. It takes a little bit of pressure off you. A lot of guys will say that, man. Because no matter how bad you do during the game, you get to come home to your kids and they don't give a shit. They could care less. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have that. Nolan knows it now. He gets the daddy strength too. And like I mentioned, everyone's having babies. Yeah on the Cardinals and they're doing well. So just keep pumping them out guys. We need that. Elon Musk said we need more babies. Just add into that world series formula, babies, Pujols, Yachty, Leno. That's Um, so crazy, man. They're going to win the world series, aren't they? They have a formula. I don't know. Um, No baby has ever won the world series. I don't even need to check (laughs) Elias sports bureau on that. Um, But yeah, no, they, uh, they've got the sauce. They've got the source. And no one hits the ball so hard right now, too. It's yeah. like he's got like a pretty aggressive half. He does a step back, then his head is really buried when he takes his swing. So it looks like a little bit more like not as fluid as some will, but he barrels the shit out of balls. I think he's second in the NL and OPS, too. Like he, um, wait, hey, Rockies. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just it's crazy. Dude, that should have been an illegal trade. Yes. Uncle Uncle Rob should have cut that one down. Or at least made it happen to the Yankees and be fair about it. Be um, fair. No, I mean Nolan Arenado. I baseball players can turn into flavors of ice cream pretty quick. You're a big Matt Chapman guy. You love Matty mm. Chapman. Yeah. Nolan Arenado's my uh like, if I had to put out an all-time baseball team, I think he's my third baseman, man. I uh, The way he plays defense, the fact that his hitting is a bonus and he hits at that level is nuts. And for all of you course Field people, look at the stats this year. It, it works. I'm shocked. Somehow, some way, he's hitting 306 with a 370 on base and a 937 OPS this year. Somehow, the Coors effect didn't get him. Um, <laughs> he's he's my guy. I watching him play third base is is everything. It's my old timer's day watching him play third base. Got a better OPS than Freddie Freeman, Manny Machado, Mookie Betts, Austin Riley. It's good. Yeah. He slangs that thing all around the field too, doesn't he? His arm. I thought I was most impressed by glove work at third base because you're basically playing goalie. Like, you know, some of those plays, you just got to react and make it. The stuff, the throws he makes are, they don't feel like it's part of this sport. We are built different in California. That's true. Ball players I'm going to have to move out there. All players come from California. Everybody knows that. Is my kid Trevor Storielli going to have to grow up playing out in L.A.? 
bring him out here. I'll have a successful travel team by then. <laughs> yeah. I'll charge you all sorts of money, he not does. really give any instruction, but yeah. we'll look good. Okay. You'll keep paying me because that's what happens in youth sports nowadays. I'm just going to send my, my son to you every summer. Send him out here. I'll make him a man. He'll start cleaning pools with my dad. Yeah, pool man. Need that. <laughs> Who's um, your standout, bro? Trev, my standout. So I was going to give out a stand-up and a half. I just deleted the half because he's coming up later in the episode. Um, I didn't realize. Here's my half point. Uh, it's going to Christian Yelich. Uh, Yelly, a friend of ours. He had a four-for-four four day, including a homer. And more importantly, Trev, we've had some Brewers fans reach out and say, give Yelly a little more love. It's because he's been going for a little bit, man. Uh, mm -hmm. His last 54 games now, 300 batting average, a 414 on base, and 844 OPS. So the, the power uh, a little below where I think Brew Crew fans want Yelly, everything else, um, good. That, that's awesome. It's good to have Yelly back. You know, he, he was in a little funk. I know you, you love hitting. You love Yelly that you were getting in there and his hands and his timing and, and things seemed a little off. It looks like he's back on, that if he can find a little, uh, just a little launch angle in that swing, we, we might see big numbers from Yelly soon. We need him. My, my brew crew needs him because the White Sox look like they're not even going to make the fucking playoffs. And I really need my preseason prediction to at least one team make the dance. Yeah. So go Yelly, go, baby. Go Yelly, go Yelly, go. That was my Hot guy, too. That was my half standout, by the way. My full standout performance goes to, I slaughtered his name before, Kyle Bradish. Yes. Kyle Bradish, Trev, from the Orioles, because the 25 year old. Went eight-inning shut piece against the Houston Astros in Houston in a 2 nothing game. And by the way, the stats on the year are brutal. 5-6-3 ERA, that's after this start. But guess what? His last six starts, 33.2 innings pitch, a 3-2-1 ERA. So maybe he's turned the corner a little bit. It looked like he got sent down. And you know what? Sometimes that can be good for a player because it makes... It makes when you go down there, you get a little more focused, and when you come back up, you don't want to go back down. So, hey, again, a name I'm learning on the fly, um, but good for the Bird Gang. And they've been getting some pitching performances, so he, he deserved the love today. To be able to do that, I know they used a lot of their bullpen in the previous series, so like, kind of a tall task to ask your guy that, I think had like a six ERA to go in there and shut the Astros down so you could save your pen, but he did it. Yeah. Forever. Good job. Forever. Um, good standouts. Trev, let's move on to Slump Watch. These are guys that had a bad weekend. But when we put Tough you ones. when we put you on slump watch, that means you're coming off. And I'm talking about you, Mr. Smile, Frankie Lindor, 0 for 14. That's not him. That's not him. So that'll come off. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle, kind of one of one of the rocks for the O's so far. 0 for 12, 7 Ks. <laughs> he was seeing 
Houston had the scouting report on Mount Castle this weekend. Uh, Garrett Cooper, Koopa Loop, the all-star, 0 for 11, 6 games, 6 Ks. Wilson Contreras, 0 for 9, 5 Ks. Man, the boys had a tough weekend at the park. And how about this, DJ LeMahieu. It's a hard sport, people, because this guy has one of the best bat-to-ball tools you will see. He puts up a 1 for 12 weekend in Oakland. Um, and you know what? I think all those guys are going to come off. We've got we got a lot of all-star games between that crew. Um, they'll, they'll be off soon. And hopefully, Trev, next week they will be on. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Trev, you know my favorite thing in the world is when you give me the Enfuego list, especially around Nameless Jeff's birthday. We mentioned Mookie Betts going off. Eight for 15, four Jimmy Jacks, two Dublés, seven ribeyes. Kristen Yelich, eight for 14, two homers, five ribbies, and a walk. Heimer Candelario, mm. Candelario. Five for 12, two homers, three doubles, five RBI, two walks. Colton Wong, that's freaking yes. go, brew, crew. Five for 10, two homers, two doubles, and three RBI. Manny Machado having a hell of a year, yeah. man. With all the shit that's going on in San Diego, we don't talk about Manny enough. Seven for 13, two homers, a double, five RBI. Nate Lowe, six for 12, two homers. I th- he's, he was on here last week, too, I think. Mm. That boy. Six for 12, two homers, three RBI walk. Will Myers getting it going. Five for 13, two homer, a double, and five RBI. Carlos Correa, about time, baby. Let's go. Lead those Twinkies. Wow. Eight for 12, a homer, a double, four RBIs, and a walk. And last but not least, I'm going to mess this one up. You do it. Last but not least, I believe it is TJ Friedel. Friedel? Five for 10, a homer, a triple, a double, four RBIs, and a hit by pitch. And that's who's on fire. I love when you talk about That's that. what Enfuego means, people, just so you know. Oh. Little little Cincinnati. Can you say that in stuff. a nice accent? Enfuego? Boom. Fue, Your accents are on point, so you had a Canadian accent. I don't know what part of Latin America that was yeah, from, but not a not a popular one. Um <laughs> how about Joe did you see Joe's last night? Bad bunny concert with your guy A Rod? Joe's is leaving us, bro. He's gone. It's over. A little bit of fame. That's yeah. all it took, bro. He's gone. It'll grab you down. He's gone. All you. Um, Joe's coming to LA. That was that was it. Yeah, that was game over. That was game over. Trev, let's finish off with our final awards brought to us by DraftKings. And guess what, people? Football season is right around the corner. And if you're looking to get in the game a little bit, it is with the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings, they are doing their bet $5 on any football game. And you will get $200 in free bets Instantly, they also have another promotion going where if your NFL team or the team you bet on goes up seven, you automatically win the bet. So if you bet a team, they score a touchdown in the extra point and they are up seven, it's already a winner. So if you're looking for a time to get into the game, do it with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sports app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code JOHNBOY, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes 
for the Deets and Trev. Awards! Yeah. Don't even need this. Don't even need it. No. I think I'm starting out here, right? You sure are. All right. My award is called the Take Me to Dinner, You Stud. That's what Olivia tells me all the time. I take her out to dinner. That's what you're supposed to do. Anyways, I promised Talking Baseball listeners that I would go back and we talk about Bryce Harper's rehab and what he fed the boys. That's what we're doing now. I am in. I am. Is infatuated the right word I'm Ooh. looking for? Yeah. I love hearing about this. It's so cool. You get to do. You can do so many different things. Um, I'm always curious what these guys who are making like half a billion dollars uh, end up doing for the spread. Because for people that don't know, you rehab with a minor league team, you got to buy spread, either pregame, postgame. It's nice to do both. Um, and you better make it good because people remember this. You're not getting Applebee's steaks. No offense, Applebee's. Mm. No one needs Applebee's steaks, bro. Like we need to step it up for the guys who are finally unionizing. I don't even know if we even mentioned yeah. that in Talking Baseball. So shout out uh, the MLBPA and the Advocates for Minor Leaguers for unionizing or trying to begin that process. Anyways, Bryce Harper, he did it. Pre-game mission barbecue. Got all the boys fed. That was on Friday. And he said, you know what? I'm going to do it again. I'm back to back. Drake had a song called that. He used to be my neighbor. Not anymore. He left. Yeah. Some people bought his houses. He had three of them in here. Anyways, Saturday night, not only did he get steak, he got it from Prime Steakhouse in Bethlehem, a great spot, and he fed both teams. You don't get steak dinners in the minor leagues, even in AAA. That don't happen. So Bryce got off of his wallet and did the damn thing. I'm very proud of him, and I can't wait to talk about the next big leader who goes down, and I want to see what he does too. So shout out Bryce Harper. So I, and again, sometimes not being show hurts me, players only. Um, buying it for both teams is so badass. Yes. I mean, playing. Because he, 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 he hurt them. He ruined right. dreams. Right. Getting dinner for the opposing team. I mean, that's some, that's some I'm going to take you out for dinner and then I'm going to knock the ball around on you. Um which is kind of awesome. Credit credit to Bryce. Uh, it goes so, so far with those guys. And by the way, barbecue, great play for that situation. Great play. I mean, you can just get the trays of barbecue. You get some of the mac and cheese, some of the other fixings. Probably not the craziest price tag, and the boys are happy. Steaks, that's Bryce showing, like, if I want to rack up a tab, I will, and I can. Um, that's awesome. Well, Good job. I'm going to pose this question to you because I've done PF Chang's. People seem to like that. Yeah. I would always ask you, what do you guys want? You know, what do you want? So I'm going to ask you, mm. you're in Scranton. You're in triple a with the Yankees. Yeah. Rehabbing. What do you do for the boys? Hmm. <laughs> I would. So, am I down there for one game? Am I a starting pitcher? Or? No, you're there for a series. If I'm there for a you series. You've got to provide for one night, one good spread. Well, that's – so, okay. So, I definitely do 
I do what Bryce kind of did. I would do like a barbecue night, and like I said, you get the trays. It's easy, load up, boys. You know, not breaking breaking the bank. I'd probably, on top of that, I would do a sweet like Mexican night. Like, let's get some steak, let's get some chicken, build your own fajitas or whatever you want. Ooh. And again, like that's not going to break the bank. And then for the final night, the money night, I, you go steaks. You go steaks for the boys. And you say, you know, enjoy this, fellas. I'm never coming back here. Um, <laughs> but have fun. It's kind of like that. Like, enjoy this, you peasants. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. but it, <laughs> You know, I think you missed something, bro. I'm actually what mad did I miss? at you. What did I miss? The drinks? Italian. Come on, man. That gets tricky. Italian food in bulk. A big old plate of mama's meatballs. I mean, I, I hate to put that burden on my mama. You know, that's <laughs> Not your mom. If, you know what I if mean? If I'm in Scranton, PA, ordering meatballs, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't how there that good Italian me. food in, in, in that region? I mean, in a way. Look, you just breezed by a triple. You didn't really spend a lot of time there. Yeah. So I, I guess you don't know Scranton like I know right. Scranton. No, that's uh, that's a foreign territory for me. Foreign territory for me. Um, love how much that perks you up, Trev. Good I job, I love it, Rice. dude. I really am so interested in it. I can't wait to hear it. Every time I see someone rehab, I'm like, what'd they buy? And you know me. I'd, I'd find, you know, Mexican night. Would the boys get a couple marks? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. What kind of tequila are you buying? Don't, be, don't cheap out on that. Um, my mom really likes the, uh, the George That'd Clooney one. What's that? The, uh, and there are some parts across this great states where people know me as Poppy Patron. So, uh, yeah, couple Vegas nights. Um, Trev, my award is the Oregon Trail Award. Um, okay. I think we. I, I think feel like that, you've given an Oregon Trail. I feel award like before. I have too, which is funny because of you all like that, that of game. all the games, I wasn't super attached to Oregon Trail. It's <laughs> just the game that everyone knows because it was in your school and you dicked around and played with it a little bit. Um, and Trev, when you're on the Oregon Trail, you know it used to always be funny. You float the river, you know. Someone would die from, like, chicken pox. And you're like, what game is this? Am I learning? Why is this in every school across America? Trev, one of the things that you can die from is being snake bitten. And my D-backs killed the Chicago White Sox this weekend. And, man, you know, we, we used to be... A little over the top about my D-backs connection. I've cooled it a little bit. I think I'm going to pick it up now because I think they're going to catch the Giants. The boys are having fun. And I think they just ended the Chicago White Sox season. And there's a couple guys you need to know. Christian Walker has 30 homers. Trev, how, how hard is it to hit 30 homers in the show? It's shot? hard, man. I shouted him out earlier. He's having a hell of a year. And he's got a month of ball left. Uh, Cattell Marte's numbers are starting to get to a, a respectable place for him. Josh Rojas having a nice year, hitting 280. Um, and they're starting to call up more kids. They just called up, um, what's his name? Corbin, Corbin Carroll, Carroll, number three prospect in baseball. So he's going to get a month of run. So like we were saying before, Trev, Jake McCarthy putting together good at-bats. Hopefully, the rest of this year can matter for the D-backs next year. Um, you know, they're getting some young guys playing time. 
So that young core, the future of the Snakes, is starting to come together a little more now. A lot of young guys getting playing time. And by the way, something I talked about at the start of the year that we've we've gone away from a, a little bit. Remember the Snakes got a new pitching coach, that old bird from Houston? They've had a couple guys. Zach Gallen, 24 starts, a 2-6-6 ERA this year. He's back. Merrill Kelly, 26 starts, a 2-9-7 ERA this year. So, wanted to give my Snakes a little bit of love. It's been a minute. They take down the White Sox. Um, and, you know, we joke about the Snakes a lot. If they have a nice little final month here, you know, again, what does it mean? We'll find out. But I think they've played a little over their skis this year, and I think they're going to finish even a little better than that. So, go Snakes, go. They killed the Chicago White Sox. Jeez. Yeah. You know I'm not ready to say that. Yeah. I'm so hesitant now with this, the Mariners, what they did to me. It was like, I'm, I'm going to spin yeah. it on the Mariners. What they did to me was disgusting. Yeah. Playing yeah. dead like that, I was, I thought they were actually dead. Yeah. It's not fair to me that they tricked me like that. They've embarrassed me. Yeah. And I'm honestly, it might take legal action. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I'm not ready to call the White Sox dead, but the Snakes playing good ball. I like Christian Walker had some good uh, quotes on Emmanuel Rivera, who came over from yeah. um, the the Royals, who's absolutely been raking 960 OPS with the Snakes. Big boy. And he's slugging. So, you know, the Snakes, did they ever really go into a rebuild? Remember we were talking about that? Like, no. Where are they at? We never really understood. Hopefully things are turning around. I like the Brent Strom uh, note there too. Good job, Jake. Always. Always. Um, all right, Beebs, I think we've got a best friend of the week. We do have ourselves a best friend of the week, and it is Ian Happ. Four for 12, two homers, a double, four ribeyes. Uh, he ties Reese Hoskins for the most best friend awards among all hitters. Mm. Fourth of the year. Makes sense. He's a good friend. Yeah, I um so he was gonna be my half standout because he basically won a game on his own. He hit two two run homers to score the four runs to to beat the brew crew. Um I texted him Friday night after it and I said in quotes, Ian Hat provides all the Cubs offense. Not a bad headline. He said, LOL, what a day. I said, pretty nuts, man. And then I said, you want me to head in with uh, your agents and, and say nine figures to start? And he said, maybe when I get nine figures, Ploof will send me some wine. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting real sick of this Ian Hat character. He's As coming. this company grows and we bring in more people, yeah. it sucks for me because usually they're better baseball players than me, and I don't like it. 102 career homers. He's breathing down my neck for that title, and now he's calling me out about the wine? Yeah. I owe him wine. I know. Trev, I think when he now what you have to do is when he hits 107, I think that's when you need to get him the bottle. What else? I already have I already have this all planned out, so don't tell okay. Ian have this. Okay, I will when he hits 107, yeah. right? You know what I'm going to say? What's that? You're a switch hitter. <laughs> How many right-handed homers have you hit? 
How many right-handed homers, Ian? I thought. I guess I could find that out. I thought because we just did a whole thing about Bryce Harper and you know taking care of everyone and old timers day. It was a beautiful <laughs> baseball episode. I thought you were gonna say like I've got this when Ian Happ hits 107. I'm I'm gonna send him this beautiful thing and <laughs> John Boy Media and congratulations. No. It was, I am the best righty power hitter at this company. Yeah, he's only got 87 career right-handed homers. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. Trev, opposite. That's his, he hit those yeah. as a lefty against a righty. Oh, yeah. So you're oh, yeah. way behind. You're good, First, He's only got 15 homers as a righty. Yeah. He can't no, I love Ian, man. He's kind of like my new Jeter. Like, he's, everyone yeah. loves him so much. Like, I have to, like, be the other guy a little bit. Just a little bit. Fade the fade a little bit. <laughs> what do I owe him again? A Bordeaux? I mean, Trev, I thought where you were going, and I don't want to feed you this, but, you know, you said if he gets his OPS plus over 100, he did. You should give him, get him like a $107 bottle of wine Yeah. for his 107th home run and the OPS thing. I've tried to buy him wine before. Okay, and I even got his address and stuff, but then he right. moved. And it was all these things. Just say just on his the address on the air. He'd appreciate that. What'd you say? I didn't say anything. Read the old one. Um, you know where Wrigley is. Elevator talk. We don't have the wheel because no jam. He'll be back for the midweek. Uh, do you, is there? Have a team we been recording for four about? hours straight right now? Yes. Basically. You got a Let's team? keep it going. You got a team you want to talk about? What's the team that's on your mind that you feel like we didn't talk about enough? Uh, the Padres. Okay. Let's do it. Minute on the clock. Sandy Bago. Machado's doing great. They got to yeah. figure out their closer situation. Are you going Suarez? Are you going by committee? Um, are they even going to make the playoffs? Are they going to be out and the Brewers going to be in? Like, that would be crazy. They only get one NL West team in there? They better, NL mid? They better hope that those Brew crew don't get hot. Because, um, man, that would be crazy. Yeah, dude, when you said Machado was hot again, all my Arenado stuff, I am an Arenado over Machado guy. Um, but Manny Machado is so, so good, um, and the season he's put together with Soto doing his things. Padres, give us a little heater. They I just have, want the fucking playoffs to be here, man. Man, they've got a little road trip. San Francisco and L.A. I know, man. I know. I, I, think, I think after Labor Day, things are going to get very real about, you know, who's got these games left and the matchups and everything. For now... Thank you, Trev. Beautiful man. For anyone that stayed with us in the, the technical difficulty times, we love you. Jake sucks. Suck. Oh, we missed it? Jake sucks. Got it. There it is. Now I can hear it. That's called grinding, boys. Grinding. Grinding. I'm still smiling.
Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.